today. Jen Psaki says the GOP is actually the party who defunded the police. Yeah, you're going to need to take your blood pressure medication for that one. Uh, Tucker Carlson accuses the government of spying on him. And much, much more we've got coming. uh, And it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Today joined uh, once again, we have a double dose of Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. It's like that. I haven't been on in a month and now I'm on two days in a row. I know. I can't believe it. Yeah, you'll have enough I, of me here pretty soon. Well, I thought that you were just like stiffing the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought I had been blackballed for some reason. I was like, what did I do? That's uh, racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, got, I thought I, I don't know another term to use for that. Uh, Alan White West. Ball. Uh, white ball, I guess we should say. <laughs> Good to be here. Yeah, you. so I'm so glad you're here. You're another person who I rarely get to see anymore. So. You didn't want me. You put me in a corner. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, you're just too busy for us as well. So oh, here we go. Good Stop to have. marginalizing people, it's good. Sarah. Come on. It's good to have to. I can't marginalize people. I'm also oh, a POC. You. I got you. That's the thing, yeah. right? Do I? I got. I, I don't know. You can pass. It's true. I, they do call me. They do call me yeah. white passing. They're like, your opinion doesn't count. You're too white passing. You need tanning drops to actually achieve the brown color that you're going for. Uh, all right, let's get into the news of the day. So, uh, the Biden administration. Now this is like the the kind of gaslighting I think that makes a typical average American just absolutely insane. Uh, They are trying to deflect on the crime wave that we are seeing happen across the nation in most of the largest cities in the country. And um, they're pushing the claim that uh, it was not actually the Democrats who were trying to defund the police, who in many cases uh, you had local governments who were uh, defunding, voting to actually literally defund the police, seeing the violent crime wave uh, and then going, oh, okay, I think we're going to reallocate some of these funds back into the police departments where they belong. Uh, But no, Jen Psaki is here to rewrite history and tell everyone that actually it was not the Democrats. It was actually the Republicans who wanted to defund the police. Watch the mental gymnastics she does here. Something one of the advisors said this weekend, Cedric Richmond, he said, Republicans defunded the police by not supporting the American Rescue Plan. But how is it that that is an argument uh, to be made when the president never mentioned needing money for police to stop a crime wave when he was selling the American Rescue Plan? Well, the president did mention that the American Rescue Plan, the state and local funding, something that was supported by the president, a lot of Democrats who supported and voted for the bill, could help ensure uh, local cops were kept on the beat in communities across the country. As you know, didn't receive a single Republican vote. That funding has been used to keep cops on the beat. But at the time that was sold as uh, these local police departments might have a pandemic related budget shortfall, not we need to keep cops on the beat because there's a crime wave. Uh, I think that any local uh, department would argue that keeping cops on the beat to keep communities safe when they had to, because of budget shortfalls, fire police is is something that helped them address yeah. crime in their local communities. In the local communities. The White House's argument was the American Rescue Plan is going to be $1,400 checks. It's going to be vaccines, vaccinators. Uh, it's going to put us on the path to beating the virus. Not It did those things as well. It was a pretty good bill and piece of legislation. Huh. 
It's, it's interesting how they can just reframe everything, rewrite the entire narrative. I think Peter Ducey is the only one in there only who one. is, is mm-hmm. pushing back and is going to continue to push back uh, for the next three and a half years. But there you have it straight from the White House. Uh, it was actually the Republicans who wanted to defund the police. Just those shameless Republicans trying to defund the police. Well, anywhere that there's these major crime waves that we're seeing across America, it's happening in Democrat-led cities. Mm. So I don't see how the GOP supposedly had a hand in doing something Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, literally, that's been the biggest issue across every platform is conservatives speaking out in defense of our law enforcement officers. The the entire Biden administration is rewriting history. Joe's doing it. It trickles all the way down to, well, Joe doesn't know where he's at, but (laughs) he's still, they're doing it all the way across the board. Every part of this administration is doing that. And then they just look at you condescendingly Mm -hmm. and say, why would you ask that? But you're right. Peter Ducey is the only one asking those questions and holding her feet to the fire. Yeah, Alan. Well, when you think about what's happening right here in Texas down that very far left city council in Austin defunded mm-hmm. the police by $150 million. Mm-hmm. And they've seen a 63, 64% increase in violent crime to include a, a drive-by shooting where 13 was shot just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But look at what is going on in Harris County and Dallas County and Bear County where you have these George Soros uh, supported district attorneys who are releasing criminals out into the street. Mm-hmm. And so... It's very, to me, offensive mm-hmm. that Jen Psaki would stand up there and say that and actually believe that anyone is going to believe her when you had all of these Democrats saying that we want to defund the police to the point where Barack Obama, the great savior of the Democrat <laughs> Party, came out and said, we got to stop talking about defunding the police. Yeah. That's a great point. I had forgotten that he said it. Yes. Gosh, That's why you have me on the show. It you is. Know, it, well, you you know, you mentioned that, and it just really blows my mind mm-hmm. to see how far we've shifted mm-hmm. in just that short amount of time. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And, and like I said, the great thing about news media today is that you can always, like Tim Russell used to do on Meet the Press, roll tape five yeah. right. or roll tape seven. <laughs> now, why did you say this then? So I would have just played a tape of Barack Obama saying that Democrats don't need to talk about defunding the police and say, OK, so Miss Saki, is Obama wrong? Right. Are you guys not saying this? I mean, I think that you probably even have people who would call themselves Democrats uh, who are living in these cities where they see Mm -hmm. this crime spike, it has to dawn on them that this is not, they watch this clip and they're like, there's no way that they're buying that, is there? That's a good point you make, Colonel. I can go back to clips of my show when I've had Democrat guests on talking about defund the police and they said you know the bad thing about the left and democrats is is we're real bad at branding things we should have never used the phrase defund the police i I can go back i mean when the Mm -hmm. conversation was being had they all knew that that was they knew who was behind it they knew what the motivation was you talk about barack obama who says we're going to have to reimagine uh policing in the united Mm -hmm. states Mm -hmm. you know and it's the, the idea that they're going to be brazen enough to throw that back in your face and mm-hmm. say, no, I mean, why would you ever say something like that? Uh, they, they're thinking us a fool. I'm not sure that there were any Republicans who decided to release uh, criminals during COVID-19. No. I'm, I can't recall any. <laughs> I think that was just the Democrats who did no. that. I mean, you look at the bail reform laws that they implemented in New York. Yeah. It was all about releasing criminals out, and those were Democrats. So, mm-hmm. again, it is very condescending, as you say, that... They think that the American people are just that dumb mm-hmm. that they can stand up there and, you know, put out this this type of, you know, insidious rhetoric and we're just supposed to believe it when every single city where you see this crime wave and, and spi- sp- spike in crime, 
the Democrats control sure. these cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. have for decades. 60, 70 years. <laughs> yeah. And the mayor in Austin's even trying to gaslight by saying, oh, we never defunded the police. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, come on. It's, it's disgusting. Really reprehensible. Um, okay, so Chad, you brought up uh, Joe Biden, who doesn't really know where he's at at any <laughs> given point in time. I want to I wanna bring to your attention uh, a meeting that he just had with uh, the Israeli president. And he actually, if those of you who are watching, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast, you're missing this because he actually has to refer to his notes like maybe four times. And basically he's just saying we support Israel and their right to defend themselves. Uh, but the president of the United States needs notes just to be <laughs> able to get through that. Here's that. I just want to thank the, uh, the president for being here and, uh, and for your dedication to strengthening the relationship between the United States and Israel. Thank you. And uh, as the American press here can tell you, my commitment to Israel is well, they can't tell you anything, actually. They're not supposed to. But it's ironclad. It's real. It's, uh, it's something that uh, I often say, if there weren't any Israel, we'd have to invent one. And uh, so uh, this includes... Uh, um, Find your spot. We're, you know, we're, we're committed to unwavering commitment to your self-defense. And uh, today we're going to be discussing the broad range of challenges and... Wow, that I that is that's that's a really really strong statement by, by yeah. Joe Real Biden. Real forceful. Yeah, we're uh, yeah. where's my spot here? I lost yeah. it. Oh, we're committed, unwavering, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is it, every day is a constant demonstration of just absolute incompetence mm-hmm. from the White House. He he can't make. I mean, nothing about the man says leadership mm-hmm. nothing the way he communicates there's no there's no forcefulness to it if i was israel I, i'd be a little bit nervous about our uh, ally in, in, in america yeah. right now because first of all it took him forever to even communicate yep. with netanyahu mm-hmm. and and then now it's it's this him haunt around of course i mean of course we've got a solid thing going somewhere <laughs> with israel yeah, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't have some Yiddish words or something on yeah. the note card, you know, yeah. something to get him in trouble with the staff. Well, the amazing thing is that Joe Biden is a Democrat president, so he has to have notes to say you do support Israel mm-hmm. because the Democrat Party does not support Israel. And so how can he say that when you've got members of his party that are aligning themselves with Hamas, mm-hmm. you know, in this conflagration? So if I am Hamas, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, all these other Islamic terrorist groups, I'm licking my chops saying it's game on because uh, this guy is weak, as Chad just said, and the United States of America is not going to be forcefully standing by Israel at this moment in time. But, I mean, I, he is the most popular president of all time, according to those 80, what, 80 million votes he apparently got. Mm-hmm. You look at this and you're like, 80 million. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm totally sure that that happened. Yeah. Uh, let me let me bring up yeah. one more thing about Joe Biden. Is uh, he was blasted for allegedly? You know, this is coming from Tucker Carlson of Fox News. Uh, T- Tucker says that he got a whistleblower come to him and say that the NSA was spying on him, which is, by the way, something that uh, the White House, the Biden administration said i mean really like you can't say well they misconstrued that what they meant was they communicated very clearly that they would not be spying on journalists now this is these are allegations but this is what tucker carlson had to say but it's not just political protesters the government is spying on yesterday we heard from a whistleblower within the u.s government who reached out to warn us at the nsa the national security agency 
is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. Uh, now, I can't imagine that Tucker would put his entire you know, name yeah. on the line if this was all made up. So obviously this is just, uh, these are allegations, but he did say they have filed uh, a FOIA request, which should uncover whatever mm -hmm. there is to uncover. I certainly wouldn't put it past the Biden administration. No, and this is a repeat from the Obama administration when we yep. know that there was all kind of surveillance of individuals. You go back to James Rosen mm -hmm. and what they did to him of Fox News. And so where's the other people in the media? I mean, we talk about the freedom of press and they, uh, you know, Donald Trump was suppressing free speech and Donald Trump was trampling our rights and freedoms. But yet when they hear something like this, it should be big news. And you should see all of the members of the media coming together and say, well, can you confirm or deny this? That should have been something that was asked by every single member of the media to Jen Psaki at the, at the press conference. Yeah, that's a great point, because, uh, Chad, you know, you you did. They did have Donald Trump, who maybe would say, hey, there this one CNN correspondent I don't want in here for whatever reason even though there's many other CNN mm -hmm. correspondents. And for the next 72 hours, all that you saw on all of mainstream media was Donald Trump's attack on freedom of the press. They went crazy when somebody put together a video meme of Donald Trump <laughs> in a wrestling deal with a <laughs> CNN <laughs> head over the, the guy's face. Uh, said, if one thing happens That's to, right. you know, a journalist, blood is on, it's, your blood is on you, that whole thing. <laughs> so when you talk about this, I mean, Alexa, could you listen in on Tucker Carlson, please? I mean, it, it, this is insanity, but I mean, that's the level we're talking about. You know, the Biden administration promised things like that weren't going to happen. Obviously, it's going to happen. It is happening. And you're right. The media should be outraged. They should be. It should be everyone talking about it because we've seen with cancel culture in the House of Cards and everything. If it can happen to one, it can happen to any of them. And ultimately, it will devour the people who are being turning a blind eye to it as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. amen. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So if you guys have not yet heard about the crime of home title theft, consider yourself lucky because that means that it hasn't happened to you where cyber thieves remove you from your home's title and they forge your signature on a quick claim deed and then refile as the new owner. That is not something that you want to take lightly because you may think that, you know, you, you have some sort of identity theft program that you belong to or you have a banking program that you think might protect you. But none of those things protect you from this crime happening to you. And just like that, instantly, your retirement nest egg and all of the equity that you have in your home could be gone. Don't let that happen to you. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, they will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And the instant that they detect tampering, they will shut it down. Now, here's the catch. You're not going to know if you're already a victim unless you go. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address and find out. And then you can sign up for 30 free days of protection uh, to help you manage just in case this has happened to you, do not wait until it's too late. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code RADIO for those 30 free days at HomeTitleLock.com.
House Democrats apparently have issued a budget proposal that includes a shocking slash to border enforcement. There is a billion dollars slash from CBP. Uh, among notable other notable cuts. And uh, the cuts appear in this draft, the fiscal 2022 appropriations bill for the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, and if the draft legislation is passed, CBP would get $14.1 billion in net discretionary appropriations, almost a billion dollars less than the current fiscal year and a half a billion dollars less than the White House even requested. Um, you know, again, oh, by the way, the border wall would face the biggest cut here. Uh, it will rescind more than $2 billion from uh, prior year appropriations for border barrier construction. It proposes no funding for additional Border Patrol agents or the border wall. Um, not only is this in the midst of mm -hmm. a full-blown crisis at the border, even though the White House refuses to call it that, um, I thought... I was just told by Jen Psaki before the commercial break that it was the Republicans who wanted to defund yes, law enforcement. Exactly. Yet here you go, right here, uh, House Democrats actually uh, want to slash this funding. Um, I guess it's totally acceptable to them to just have open borders, even though they won't say it. That's pretty much what we're faced with here. Well, when you're at a point now where they are flying them and busing them into the interior of the mm -hmm. United States, mm -hmm. they have no intention of, of detaining or or deporting there you know we've got texas counties that you know are they're worried about if we if we actually arrest these illegals that are coming across the border we're going to run out of prison space so mm -hmm. we don't know what to do down there so funding you know is it's a huge piece of the budget that's being taken away that has to be spent millions of dollars on bedding in yeah. in texas jail cells every year uh, this is a mess, but this is exactly what the Biden administration wants to happen. Mm -hmm. It wants to be an unmanageable mess, right? That way they get exactly what they want in mm -hmm. this situation. And, you know, you, you throw around numbers like that. The average person hears that and they're totally confused. They hear white noise. Yeah, it's just a glaze over yeah. the eyes, mm -hmm. right? But, but, you know, in simple terms, let's face it. At some point in time, <laughs> you got to, you got to, take the hindrances off of these federal agents and let them do their jobs. Yeah. ICE agents, Border Patrol, you gotta let them do their jobs. And they're not being allowed to do that right now. When you got, when they're dealing with political correctness to the point where somebody comes across, you fill out uh, an immigration card and you can't use the word illegal on it, you can't use the word alien on it, you can't use the word assimilate on it, you can't use anything because it violates the political correctness and the human rights violations. You're not allowed to do your job. This is the kind of nonsense that creates that reality. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, amazing. Wow. I mean, we are watching an open borders policy being implemented. Yeah. They don't they don't want to see anything being fixed. That's why Kamala Harris basically did a drive by mm -hmm. out to El Paso <laughs> last week uh, of two hours. But think about the, the irony of it is that here they're taking money away from our Customs and Border Patrol. But yet she went down to Guatemala and said, we're going to give you four billion dollars. Mm. Right. So that's American taxpayer money that's going down there because the root cause is I guess they're going to take four billion dollars to change the weather because climate change is right. the biggest reason why people are coming north but i don't know why the other 156 different countries have people coming here unless it's the climate change all across the the globe but this is a serious issue that's destabilizing Texas, destabilizing mm -hmm. the United States of America right here in Dallas County at the convention center. We had up to about 4,000 illegal immigrant males there. Last check, it's down to 1,500. Yeah, I was going to say, where, where are they? I know, gentlemen? I was yeah. wondering that too. Yeah, so where are they? This is a big catch and release program. Mm -hmm. And one of the mm -hmm. things that I saw recently traveling down into the valley, they don't check them getting on these airplanes. Uh -uh. Now, I have to give a 
picture ID, which I thought that was racist. It's racist, yeah. Yeah, but how did you wait? As a black person, how did I, you I manage was, to get I one? I was so upset, <laughs> but I did not want to miss that plane. Okay, so, so I had to show a picture ID. But yet, I look at these people that they're just herded right through. Don't go through TSA whatsoever. Right. They have their brown packets, yeah. right. and then they get on the aircraft. So this is creating a, a constitutional issue here in America. If all of a sudden illegal people here have more rights than a citizen does, mm -hmm. time to stand up. Yeah, well, and I feel like here in Texas, I have two gentlemen who are uniquely qualified to speak about this issue because we are the ones who are most affected by it. Mm -hmm. Well, when you have uh, oil and gas fields, the man camps, right, where mm -hmm. these men and women live in order to work in these oil and gas fields, they're moving them out so that so it lessens the production of, of mm. energy in the state of Texas and they're moving illegals into these places and allowing and housing them there. That's just one example of the nonsense that we're putting up with and normalizing. And you're right, they're getting more rights, they're getting mm -hmm. more privileges, not even rights, privileges. Yeah. And our yeah, taxpayer money. Taxpayer right. dollars. Yeah. And we're sending tens yeah. of billions of dollars to Guatemala and Honduras and El Salvador and Central America. We're sending them down there with, with no oversight of how that money no. is getting spent there shine a light on those nations because there's a reason those people are leaving mm -hmm. shine a light on those democracies which is what they are they're mm -hmm. they're democratic dictatorships is what they are and they're mm -hmm. abusing the money we keep funneling it down there well see that seems to be what the democrats answer is to everything right i mean we're already giving them money but the answer is, but we give need them to give more them money. more. More money. Right? Yep. We just need to do it more. Schools well, are failing. Give yeah. schools more money. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> Ob Obamacare, yeah. we were told that that was going to solve the health insurance Not, problems. Give more well, money. we just need to, in, to invest more money into it. That just that, seems to be. What you read a minute ago, that's what irritates me. Like, I've, I tell people all the time, like, stop using the word trillion. You don't know what it means. Yeah. yeah. It's a non, it's a, it's a, it's a numerical non-entity. We yeah. don't know what a trillion is. And I keep saying that money's not there and it's not theirs. But they keep talking about giving it away. They're going to do this many trillion that many trillion it's white noise yeah doesn't mean anything uh, well i mean i don't know how else i'm supposed to report it i know it's just it's, big numbers thousand billions yeah i mean like it's white noise <laughs> but like hey if you think that you're affected by it maybe you won't be but your uh grandchildren's grandchildren's mm -hmm. grandchildren it's will an untenable be. future yeah we're, we're, yeah. we're we've setting up we're set up we've already it's not we're setting up we've already yeah. established an untenable future yep so uh, the future is bright, everyone. That's great. <laughs> Congratulations for you having a baby and a yeah. grandbaby. Uh, and all. Uh, yeah. That's great. That's good. Yeah. But that's why we fight. That's, that's right. why we fight. It is. It that's is. Right. Uh, it is not. It's not too late yet. Uh, all right. I do want to hit this really quickly before we go to break here. So Joe Biden, we reported this on the show last week uh, when Joe Biden. Another Joe Biden story. Another Joe Biden <laughs> God, story. Dude. Well, I mean, he is, in fact, the most popular president uh, of right. all time, yeah. is what we're told. But uh, he actually, I just love when the Washington Post has to report that they give him four Pinocchios for a statement that he's made. I feel like we have to at least touch on it here. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the statement that he made last week about the uh, right to bear arms, you know, that time when Joe Biden threatened to nuke uh, American citizens. And F-15s. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You would need nukes and F-15s. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yes, because you can't, you don't stand a chance against Joe Biden's government. I mean... Joe Biden, of course, you stand a chance against, but his government, no, definitely not. Uh, so his statement that he made there that we reported last week, uh, he did say, and I might add 
The Second Amendment, from the day it was passed, limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Uh, yeah, it turns out that that got four Pinocchios from the you know very right-wing Washington Post there. So uh, when you have the Washington Post giving Joe Biden four Pinocchios, I don't think you can say it's going well. Yeah. No. I mean, this isn't the first time he's gotten called out on his... his um, his uh, history lessons that he tries <laughs> yeah. to give, right? See, the guy, you know, it's it's not just revisionist; it's just ignorance mm-hmm. now on his part. Do you, well on his part, yeah. I, told I mean, it, he it, doesn't know. You can take, you can accuse Joe Biden of dementia or whatever you want to do. You can go back and look at the Clarence Thomas trials mm-hmm. when they when they yeah. were doing the hearings on him. Joe Biden's always been a moron. Okay, <laughs> he guy's always been a moron, <laughs> and, and now we're just seeing it on full display. Right. And add to it the pudding brain. Right, right. Yeah, it was interesting because when you look at the Clarence Thomas documentary, he goes over that mm-hmm. hearing. And when Joe Biden was trying to talk about natural rights theory, <laughs> Clarence Thomas said, I had no clue what that man was talking about. <laughs> it's absolutely funny. But, yeah. you know, the serious part is that here's a guy who also said that no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Right. Right. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. So well, only when they want it to. So. What part of that is dementia and what part of that is truly the essence of a progressive socialist left? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, definitely, I think it depends on who's pulling the strings uh, for mm-hmm. Joe Biden. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So if you are a small business owner, I don't have to tell you that HR issues can completely kill uh, your company. You could have wrongful termination suits. You've got a bunch of minimum wage requir- requirements, uh, labor regulations. By the way, the government does not make it easy. There's a lot of red tape there that you have to manage. But uh, HR manager salaries are like an average of $70,000 a year. That's a lot to spend for a small business. So you got to check out Bambi. It's B-A-M-B-E-E. They were created specifically for you, the entrepreneur. They will give you a dedicated HR manager who can craft your HR policy, maintain your compliance for $99 a month. Now, again, I say this every time, I'm not the best at math. I will fully admit that, but I'm fairly certain that $99 a month... (laughs) You'd think I was a Democrat from that statement, but I'm not. But I can tell you, $99 a month is way less than $70,000 a year. Mm -hmm. I I at least have that, so I can't be a Democrat. Math is racist. (laughs) So is grammar, I heard. Yeah, Yeah, good grammar. Everything is racist, but Bambi is not. Uh, $99 a month, uh, by the way, you can go month to month, you can cancel anytime, but you're not going to want to because you can focus on doing what you set out to do when you started your business, which is make money and let Bambi handle the HR compliance. All right, go get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash matters to schedule that audit. audit. It is Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash matters. California is uh, targeting five red states now, uh, including Florida, with a ban on state-funded travel to those states as a Democrat California Attorney General Rob Bonta said that they have passed laws that directly target transgender youth. This is um, Arkansas, Florida, Montana, North Dakota, and West Virginia, who joined 12 other states that California already targeted with their 2016 law. Um, And uh, so now there's 17 states that they have a ban on that uh, their their people, they will not fund to go to these places. They said California must take action to avoid supporting or financing discrimination against lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people. Make no mistake 
stake, he says. We're in the midst of an unprecedented wave of bigotry and discrimination in this comp- in this country, and the state of California is not going to support it. Um, I'm if I'm in Florida, I'm like. Great. Please put Texas on that list. Yeah, I'm like, don't test yeah. me with a good time. Yeah, please. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so we can just turn you around either on I-10, I-20, wherever you exactly. got trying to come. Yeah, we just turn you around and say, sorry. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. You know what's scary? I had dinner last night with some friends from California who were in town. And, you know, I think they should build a wall around Sacramento, not just the border, <laughs> but just, you know, California is a mess. These people are so frustrated in California. They said they were they were coming to help one of their children move to Dallas. And mm-hmm. they said, you wouldn't believe how many vehicles pulling U-Hauls mm-hmm. had California license plates mm-hmm. heading this direction. They mm-hmm. said, hey, pulling you. They said, we passed one yep. after another. I mm-hmm. totally believe it. Well, it's funny because, you know, not that people on Twitter are representative of the real world, because I know there are a <laughs> lot of leftist trolls that just live on Twitter. Well, they live in their mom's basement, but they're on yeah. Twitter often. And um, they, you know, they would swear up and down the ones in California. That's not true. Californians aren't leaving for Texas. And then shortly after I heard all of those statements, there was actually a like a study that came out that said that they had unprecedented oh, yeah. uh, migration to red mm-hmm. states like Texas. Well, they lost a congressional district. We picked up two. Right. Uh, mm. That's that's the proof in the pudding there. Right. But when you talk about this issue, we've got to protect our children. And I think Chad knows one of the letdowns from this legislative session is that Texas Republicans killed two pieces of legislation from the Senate mm-hmm. and from the House to keep our kids from having to undergo chemical and mm-hmm. physical castrations. One of the biggest and fastest growing clinics that you see here in the state of Texas are these gender reassignment clinics. There are mm-hmm. like 16 that have popped up. Planned Parenthood is now going into that business as well. So this whole thing about you know gender dysphoria and, and how we're trying to get our kids, and I know we got a story coming up about mm-hmm. this other fellow, but when I was growing up as a kid, I just wanted to like play ball, right. mm-hmm. study well. And if I had ever come in and told my dad I want to be Aline, and not Alan. <laughs> it would have been an interesting discussion. All right. You mean your dad would have set you straight as a parent is supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, my dad right. would have said that God did not make a mistake with you. Mm. And then he would have found out who put that idea in your head. Right. Right. So. Yeah, we, that's the thing. It, it's not coming from the kids. Well, the thing is, we're at a point now where we're normalizing this hypersexualization mm-hmm. of these kids. Everything from the Cartoon Network to Nickelodeon, to Drag Queen Story Hour, to, as you said, these clinics, and and even putting it in their head to make it acceptable or that this is even a possibility. We're talking about we were talking about numbers. The numbers don't lie. The gender dysphoria issue. When you're talking about more than half are committing suicide, yeah. uh, the percentages are there. It's there. John Hopkins University has said gender dysphoria is a mental That's issue, mm-hmm. but we want to sweep it under the rug as though it's you know because we're scared of hurting somebody's feelings. Right. You know, in the name of political correctness. Yeah. Straight out of the pit of hell. I mean, you might say that the uh, California places like California are the ones who are directly targeting uh, the youth. Because I think I mean, let's the, talk about the who's states really doing the damage. Exactly, yes. the states who are enacting yes. these laws are protecting the children. Right. Uh, all right, but before we get off the the topic of California, health officials in Los Angeles have urged all residents. <laughs> You gotta love this. You gotta love this. It's almost like some of us told you guys that this was coming. Uh, Urged all residents to wear masks indoors in public spaces, regardless of whether they are vaccinated over the rise of the coronavirus Delta 
variant. Um, by the way, I'm already hearing, even though they can't cite any actual studies to back this up, I'm already hearing from these same public health officials who were completely wrong the entire time last year are now saying, oh, but the Delta variant uh, affects children way more this time. Uh, certainly that wouldn't be a push to get all of these kids vaccinated. Well, of course it is. And again, it goes back to what Rahm Emanuel said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Amen. So they're going to continue to milk this thing. And I just saw where Rand Paul challenged Dr. Fauci once again, said, hey, look, uh, I got the, the numbers from this one study. It says that there were some 58,000 people unvaccinated uh, with this Delta virus and only 44 had died. So that's 0.08 percent. Yeah. So here we are freaking out again over 0.08 percent. This is about control of sure. people. And they are never going to take their foot off the pedal because they believe that they can fear monger you into surrendering your liberty. And it even happened here yep. in the state of Texas mm -hmm. where, you know, we got a person that made the decision who or what is essential. Mm -hmm. Liberty is essential. Yep. And no right. elected official should uh, has that enumerated power to say anything different. And no elected official should then get credit for giving you back the rights that <laughs> yeah. he first you can't took be away. an arsonist and a firefighter. <laughs> yeah. You can't you get you can't. Yeah. And then you can't pat yourself on the back for for, you know, unmandating of the mandate that you put on mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. So I've said over and over again, this is a religion of safetyism. The talisman mm -hmm. is the mask. Uh, that is the totem, if you will. These guys, they, they've, they've fallen in love with this religion. It is about mm -hmm. control. They're not going to give it up. Mm -hmm. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, yeah. uh, It's going to be every Greek alphabet. Led. They're going to come up with everything. They're not, they've, they've seen what they can do, mm -hmm. and they're not going to give yeah. that away. Yeah. They're going to keep that up. Yeah, which, again, is what some of us owe. I don't know, all of us here at the table were saying all last year when mm -hmm. people were just giving their rights away, uh, you know, because they were a little bit scared and were like, when have you ever known in the history of uh, the American government for them to just be like, oh, we're, we're going to, no, we don't want that power anymore. We're just going to give it back to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're just going to give it back to you. That doesn't happen, guys. Mm -hmm. uh, so now we're seeing that. But um, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Taser. So uh, you know what? It, it's 2021. It is a very unstable and uh, dangerous place sometimes it can feel like uh, in this day and age. But you can't live in fear. So uh, Taser is giving people the confidence to protect themselves by creating life-saving self-defense technology. Now, this message is specifically for a lot of you who you may be living in a state where they make it very hard for you to protect yourself with a firearm. Uh, the, the, this California, New York, uh, I know that there are many others right now where they make it very hard, but you want to protect yourself. Or maybe you have someone in your life who um, is just, you're, maybe you're hesitant to buy a gun. You don't want that, you know, you feel like you're not, you can't be proficient enough in it. Whatever the case may be, just make sure that you have some sort of protection, okay? You need to be able to defend yourself. Taser products are safe. They're easy to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds. That will allow you time to escape. And you can send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Uh, more than 237 thousand lives have been saved with the taser network of devices so again if your state is making it very hard for you to protect yourself uh, or you have someone in your life who maybe is just hesitant to own a firearm make sure that they are not left unarmed taser devices are available without a permit in most u.s states uh, right now you can save 15 percent with promo code y only at taser.com it is t-a-s-e-r.com promo code y We were discussing earlier the issue of transgender youth. We'll try this one on for size. A British-born influencer announced uh, this week that he is coming out as transracial. 
So he is now Korean, which, I mean, I guess, like, you can do now if you can be, you know, gender fluid, trans, whatever you want. I don't, these are the rules. We didn't write the rules. I think we just have to follow them now. I don't know. But uh, here is Ollie London, who uh, revealed that he has had more than 18 plastic surgeries to become Korean and look like a uh, Korean singer. Watch. I am going to come out today and say that I've been transitioning. I've been very unhappy with who I am deep down um, for the last eight years. And I've, you know, I've had like 18 plastic surgeries now. And I've just had a facelift, um, a brow lift, a temple lift, an eye surgery, a canthoplasty, um, and my teeth done as well. Um, just, these are just part of my transition. Um, and I'm feeling really good. I'm, for the first time in my life, I feel beautiful. You know, I'm looking <laughs> in the mirror and I love the way I look and uh, feel happy. I broken. Um, and I hope people can respect my decision. It's a very tough decision to come out this way. Um, but I am coming out as non-binary. Um, I don't feel I identify as male or female. I just feel like I'm just in the middle. Um, and my pronouns are they, them, Korean, Jimin. Because I know a lot of people don't understand me, but I do identify as Korean. And I do look Korean now. I do feel <laughs> Korean. I don't identify as British. So please don't um, refer to me, any don't media or me. anyone online as British. Because I, I identify as Korean. That's just my culture. That's my home country. That's exactly how I look now. Um, and I also identify as Jimin. That's my Korean name. Do not dead name him. Whatever you do, you mm. could be, you could get banned from YouTube. You could be deplatformed. Right? That that those are the rules that we've created. Right? Well, I'm yeah. going to break the rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Exactly. Uh oh. Look, I was I was stationed in Korea in 1995. He can say all he wants, but if he goes to Korea, he ain't Korean. He ain't Korean. <laughs> you know, but, I don't but, think the Koreans will accept think about Korean. Where we have come in the evolution of our country. Where once upon a time you had young men in England that stormed the beaches of Normandy, you know, Juno and Sore beaches. And now you got this. Mm -hmm. I mean, who is it out there putting these ideas into mm -hmm. the kids' heads? Because I don't know how old Mr. Ollie he's London is. 31. Uh, I guarantee you in the next 10 years, he's going to be freaking out. Oh, yeah. About what he did to himself. When I was watching that video, that was my exact thought. Let's check in in a decade. Yeah. Let's check in in a decade. I, there's not a surgery that can help him speak Korean. Uh, right. So, it, I mean, this is surgical blackface. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. this is surgical mm -hmm. blackface. This is appropriating culture. I mean, you're violating uh, uh, rules that I don't even believe in, but ba based on your own rules, right. you guys right. are, are doing this whole thing. Um, but the, the normalization of this thing, where mm -hmm. it continues on, where this is okay, this is mental illness. Mm -hmm. That's why this matters, because it is mental illness, and we're making this universally okay in our culture. And, you know, I keep, you know the old saying that, that uh, politics runs downstream from culture, mm -hmm. culture runs downstream from religion. The whole issue is we've gotten our eyes off of any form of priorities, you know, fearfully, wonderfully made, made in the image of God. We don't, mm -hmm. these are, these are, that's hate speech these yeah. days, yeah. you know. Uh, and you're right. He goes to Korea. Not, they're not going to identify him as a Korean. Is it? Is it? So I agree with both of you gentlemen. But I also, I look at 18 plastic surgeries and I'm like, how much money does this guy make? That's a lot of plastic surgeries. Where is he getting this money? Yeah. I guarantee you, it, it, he's in England, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. National Health Service, oh, taxpayer funded. They'll pay mm -hmm. for all of that. I bet if you do your research. Oh, I, I bet. bet they do. Mm -hmm. Which is, I'm sure, where, I mean, that's where we're headed. I think here in America. Hope not.
I hope not too. <laughs> I mean, we have nowhere to go at this point. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, if, if America, we have nowhere to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've said it over and over and over again. So goes Texas, so goes the nation. Absolutely. We're the last bastion holding on to some semblance of freedom and liberty in this country. And that's why it's so important here. This thing goes south. We, we have nowhere else to go in the world. Yeah. I'm uh, moving to Venezuela. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. But before we go, really quickly, I want to play for you, gentlemen, the uh, an, a new ad from the NFL. Oh. It is a. It is a. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do it. It is a pro LGBT ad. Uh, it's like football is gay and lesbian and queer and all these things. Uh, here's a little bit of this. Let's play it and I'll read it for the ones listening. It I, See if literally you can keep up with it. Literally, football is gay, <laughs> lesbian, yeah, beautiful, queer, life exciting. Transgender, bisexual, freedom, American, accepting, everything. It's for everyone, uh, it says at the end with a little NFL rainbow <laughs> logo. Um, by the way, it cites LGBTQ youth and uh, they, they're uh, more predisposed to committing suicide. Um, but it just it's just that they don't like connect the, uh, the dots there. My pronouns are was, were. Because I identify to another time. I really do. <laughs> this is insanity. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, remember when they put football helmets on and go out there and crush each other's heads. And I we don't watched it on that. Sunday afternoon no. and Monday night. And there were little girls on the sidelines and no. cheerleaders. You know, mm -hmm. they did little short skirts. And, no. And we, you know, we loved watching those gladiators play football. Now yeah. everything's got to be a political statement. Yeah, I don't, I don't Hyper remember that. Hypersexualization of our culture. It's insane. Yeah. They will suffer just like the NBA did mm -hmm. a season ago when they had all the Black Lives Matter uh, logos on the courts and on the uniforms and everything. People are already saying, I'm tuning out mm -hmm. yeah. the NFL. If that, if that goes up on air, the NFL is going to see an incredible loss uh, of uh, viewership. I hope so, because I think that that's the only way that this changes is once it mm -hmm. hits their pocketbooks. I and think. it will. Right? You, you, you are Absolutely. confident that it will. Sports was the only place that's to That's what changed the NBA. The yeah. NBA this season got rid of all that Black Lives Matter stuff on the courts and everything mm -hmm. because they had their worst ratings ever in the history of the NBA last year right. with all that stuff out there. So this is a great thing for college football. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, everybody be tuning into college football. See what the NCAA can do now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll try to be more woke. Yeah, yeah, they really will. Well, I college football is like the only thing that's allowed in in my house now, so I really hope they don't. I don't do know it if people even realize. Real I, everybody knows June is Pride Month because that's all we yeah. hear, right? Yeah. But it's also PTSD Awareness Month. Nobody talks about that. Huh? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the men and women who put on a uniform every day, like Colonel West, mm -hmm. who who served and sacrificed and gave their lives for our liberty. You know, and, and made that, wrote that blank check by taking that oath. We don't want to talk about that, but we want to say the NFL is gay. That's a great point. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Turn her back on the anthem. And you know what's sad? Mm -hmm. Hey, those of you watching, wherever you are watching this program, don't forget. To go over to wherever you get your audio podcast. It's very easy. It will take you like two minutes. Go subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Uh, not only will it help the show and more people will be able to find the show, but you also might see your review read live on air, but only if you say something nice. So give us five stars and say something nice, uh, like the one today from Trudy L., 
who said, five stars, don't miss an episode. I love this show and all the info it provides. Sarah and guests add so much insight into the daily news topics. We don't miss an episode in our house. Keep up the great work. So thank you, Trudy. Uh, those of you, get your, get your reviews in. Listen. We here at Blaze TV are hit with our fair amount of trolls. I think uh, this one over here, Chad, can attest to that. Okay, so let's uh, let's do a movement to cancel out the trolls there. By the way, if you have not yet subscribed to Blaze TV, you're missing out, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Our days are surely numbered there. So make sure you sign up at blazetv.com. Use promo code NEWS for $10 off when you sign up for the year. Uh, by the way, don't forget to keep up with Colonel West over here uh, everywhere on on social media and uh, check out the Chad Prather show here on Blaze TV. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.